0: Hey, this is the intro for the goddamn supercast. The
1: long goddamn supercast,
0: I feel like. I didn't look at how long it was, but I feel like we went on for a while. But that's okay. It was fun. Yeah. It never felt like we were pushing it. No, once again, this is the whole
1: that's the whole point of this cast, is like you and I just hanging out. Yeah. So that's what we're fucking doing, we're just like hanging out. And today,
0: we hung out for a while, because I haven't seen you in a week. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been a while, and we we drank some some beers and we uh we talked about uh colorado we talked about horror movies we talked about comic books books and the retirement home yeah a little bit and uh turkish playgirl magazine
1: you guys just wait till the end of this cast nick's got some confirmation
0: for you it's it's gonna be big it's a good one so stay tuned and um and uh go ahead and fucking listen to it yeah and it also in the
1: meantime uh make sure to check out everything else we have going on yeah so uh you can head over to superdivorceme.com and you'll that's that's your one-stop shop for the super divorce superverse there you're gonna find links to super tokens on twitch you're gonna find links to super fanatics on youtube uh, super scary on YouTube. Super tokens show and tell edition on YouTube, and uh, the super blog,
0: and on this Sundays. and this goddamn show, and the supercast. Supercast. It's all on there. It's all on. Super and Divorce the Divorce super Me. store com. where you can still buy a copy of Wish You the Best. Yep. While they're yep. around, and you
1: can even email us at, uh, divorceclub at SuperDivorceMe.com and right. tell us about. Movies you want us to watch, or comics you want us to read, or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, or video games you want Nick to play. Or just tell us what's
0: going on with
1: you. Yeah, or just be like, hey, this is what I did today. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about it on the cast. We'll be like, hey, this person emailed us, and
0: this is what they did today. Yeah, we probably will talk about it. So get your emails in. And until then, uh, enjoy the damn show, and we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, see you later. Getting a divorce. We are not getting a
1: divorce. Get a divorce. Hello! Hello. Welcome to another episode
0: of Super Divorce Supercast. I'm Nicholas Villars and I want to welcome you to episode 31. I'm Bender, and uh, I want to crack open this beer. Let's crack. Yeah! Beer Me. This uh, presentation of Beer Me is brought to you in part by Warped Wings Creep Show Beer. Yeah. Also brought to you in part by Bender, because he purchased these particular alcoholic beverages tonight. Yeah, I picked these ones out, because I liked the can. It's a smoked porter.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that means,
0: but... I love porters. I'm going to try it right, right now.
1: now. All right. Here we go. <sighs> That is a hearty beer.
0: Porters are very hearty. Yeah. I like it. It's very good. Mmm. Warped Wing is a Dayton company. Dayton, Ohio. Not yeah. Dayton, Georgia. No. Or Daytona. No, it's not Daytona. No. Dayton, Ohio. Which we are very close to. And, uh, and um, this beer, being from Dayton, uh, makes it even better to drink because we're supporting local business. Exactly. We're being good boys. <laughs> when you're just two boys <laughs> and you're supporting local
1: business. And doing a podcast. And doing a podcast then you're being good boys.
0: So why don't you be a good boy or a good girl and go out and find a local brewer? and pick yourself up a local brewed beer yeah
1: i you know i in really enjoy like like giving business to smaller shops or or stores or things of that nature you know ones where i can go in and uh, the people working or the people that own it yeah i you know i don't and i don't necessarily like go out of my way to do it i'm just saying if i happen across something you know i it it gives me a good feeling to go in you know for example i mean we both shop there but nostalgia inc mm-hmm. our our comic shop yeah you know it's it's uh, on my way to work but it, you know it's a it's a tad out of the way
0: for you yeah i don't really do much else out in that direction right so
1: but you know the the only two guys that work there are the only they own the place and it's small and it's kind of hidden away from the the road
0: yeah but it's a great shop the first time that Jess went with me to Nostalgia we're like driving around the back you know you go down that little hill and she's like where are we going <laughs> <She's> like, <"We're laughs> going to the comic book store it's got a hidden back here yeah down a little nook where you never see it from the road. Ever. So, you can't. It's literally impossible. So if you're listening to this and you're looking for a good comic shop in the... Um, Westchester, West Mason Chester area. Mason. Yeah. Go see the folks at Nostalgia, Inc. I'm actually thinking about jumping back in and giving them my pull file. Oh my goodness. I haven't had a pull file since uh, Mavericks demolished fucked my... it over? Yeah, my entire list. God. They fucked up. Yeah. Because I was going there, let me tell the story. I um, I had a pull file, if you're not familiar with this, it's comic speak for um, your list of comics that you will have a shop pull out for you. When the new shipment comes in, they find your comics that have come out that are on your list, and they put them usually behind the counter in a, in a file oh, for yeah. you. Like in a, a long box, or sometimes they'll have... Um, Little uh, folders or, or Cubbies, yeah. things. Anyway, um, I had been keeping a pull file, like a subscription, with uh, Mavericks from the time I was in high school um, up until maybe just a year and a half ago, I would say. And they knew that uh, I was the type of guy who might go months without coming to pick up my stuff, but when I did... I'd come in and I'd just get everything yeah and it was it was not uncommon for me to go in and just drop hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars so one time the last time that I had uh this uh, quantity of stuff built up in my in my pool file, I went in and um I'm guessing I would have spent over three hundred dollars, yeah, and so I walked in I'm like, hey. Nick Villars, I'm here to to grab my my stuff out of my file. And it was like a new guy, and uh, uh, scurries behind the counter and starts looking and comes back. Oh, I can't find it. And then they go get the guy who I did know, who worked there, and when he walked uh, walked in, he took one look at me and I knew immediately what was going on. Yeah. And he's like, Oh man, we just put all your stuff out yesterday. We we didn't think you were coming in for it. And it was like. I've been coming here for years and you know that I go a long time without picking up stuff. <laughs> Why? Well, we just, we didn't know and well, we just, we had to put it back in. I was like, all right, yeah. fine. It's like, if you want, we can we can try and find it all and get it back together for you. I was like, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, it's I'm so not usually, shitty. I don't like getting shitty with people, but that pissed me off.
1: Yeah. Well, especially after you've, you hold something for that amount of time, and then like the guy that you know, you know, is just kind of like, oh, well, we, yeah, we just put it back. Yeah, like that—that's what makes it shittier, and makes it, you're justified in getting shitty with him because it's like, I, you know, that's like. I don't know. I can't even think of a a good example. But just imagine committing years of your life to something that involves other people, and then those other people make a decision that alters
0: this thing you've committed years of
1: your life to.
0: And it was a pain in the ass tracking down everything that they put back. I'm sure. Because it had been probably, like, I would say three or four months like I said, there was over $300 worth of stuff I was prepared to go in and just clear out. Right. Because that's how I did it, you uh, know? At the time, too, you probably would have had
1: a lot of bi-weekly comics on there because you yeah. were reading a lot more uh, of the big two. Yeah. Like Marvel and DC, and a lot of their stuff can be bi-weekly, which is a pain in the ass.
0: And there were, like, three or four Deadpool comics going on at that time. Yeah,
1: yeah there were. Uh, I were, were you still reading Green Lantern? Yeah, Green Lantern,
0: I had a Spider, Man, Spider was Man was in probably in the Superior area at that point, right? Yeah, I think so. It might have been like two years ago now. It's been a while, but yeah, but still, it was a bummer. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pain.
1: That's what, and you know, what did you end up even saving? You caught up on Spider Man.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? It kind of worked out because I knew I needed to clear out my reading list yeah because I wasn't there was no way I was keeping up with all the stuff I was pulling right so it worked out in that sense but still I would rather have come to it on my own than just having all my shit put out and then I have Mm -hmm. to track down four months worth of spider-man comics and yeah you know that was that was probably the biggest one because those were coming out weekly for a while not even bi-weekly I think You're right.
1: I think uh, sometime during Superior, they had, like, a second series or something that was coming out weekly. Or or you had a Spider-Book coming out weekly. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Superior Spider-Man was bi-weekly. I think it was. Which is the biggest pain. I I mean, I'm glad that I have that whole set, but... I only made it, you know, like, 16 books into the next Spider-Man series before I was like, I'm I'm done with this. <laughs> just, like, walking up to my pool file and having, like, 10 Spider-Books on there. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't, I don't, what is this? Why?
0: Well, I, won't, I only do Amazing now. Right. I do the one Spider-Man just because still they've got a lot of different Spider-Books going on, mm-hmm. even after Spider-Verse. But anyway, um, if you like to hear us talk about comics, you should watch our, <laughs> our super, super fanatics. fanatics.
1: I feel bad because we always kind of gravitate towards comics on the cast, but it just feels like you know we, we try to keep, we try to keep super fanatics on the shorter side. You yeah, know, much like super scary. We keep it to about a 15 minute time limit, and there's, we just have a lot to say. We can yeah. talk a lot about comics.
0: But yeah. We can talk more about this beer real quick. Yeah. Um, Bender noticed that uh, the alcohol volume is interesting. Oh, in this one.
1: yeah. the pers- It's uh, 6.66% alcohol <laughs> by volume, which is pretty fucking sweet. <coughs> it is a Halloween beer, by I the way. I hope they legitimately calculate that it is 6.66%. I am so. I'm, I feel like... They would go through the time and effort because being a uh, an independent brewery mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and a smaller brewery at that yeah more of a
0: local flair
1: uh, I hope that they they took the time to calculate the con the alcohol content like that
0: well for their sake, I hope they did as well because if not then false advertising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lawsuit on their hands coming up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't mess around. Speaking of
1: lawsuits and products, did you, uh, see the guy that, like, totally, rightfully is suing, I think, Samsung because his fucking phone just blew up in his pocket? Yeah,
0: that happened, I guess it's a problem. With, and like, apparently it's happening person. with, like, iPhones now, too. Well, when but, we, when we, uh, we were flying Mm -hmm. recently went to uh Denver and back yeah um they have like a special announcement like before your flight leaves if you have one of those Samsung phones you can't even have it on airplane mode you have to turn it off completely oh my god so I feel like that'd be embarrassing if you are sitting there with your phone and they just have to single you out it's like by the way (laughs) you in particular can't use your phone at all yeah because it might explode So, just I, it's just like, how
1: do you, how, how do you release a product that literally explodes? (laughs) Like, dude had the phone in his pocket and it blew up and burned his (laughs) leg. Like, I just, and now he has permanent nerve damage in his leg. I'm not, that's not funny. No, it's not funny, but 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 like, I would high five. That dude's so fast for suing, though. Like, well, good yeah. on him.
0: How surprised would you be in that moment? No? You know? There's I, an explosion in your pocket. And it's <laughs> not a boner? Like, no. I, it's just your leg exploding. You've got nerve damage for the rest of your life. Just, like, baffled.
1: Literally just baffled. You know, it's a lot like. I mean, it's not the same because it's literally it's causing people physical harm, but it's just. I feel like it's a. It can be kind of a trend nowadays, and it's very heavy in like the gaming industry, but like when Batman: Arkham Knight came out on PC, it was literally unplayable. Oh yeah, because the company that finished up the coding, just like. ...didn't make their deadline and was like, fucking release it anyways. And nobody could play it. You couldn't play Batman on PC for like six months. Yeah, it was a long time. It was a long time. Why? Why is it a trend now to release products... Essentially, I feel like companies are releasing products into the wild for beta testing... And then, like, shit happens, and they, like, recall, or they, like, make a .2 version.
0: Yeah. Well, the beta testing thing is funny, because on one hand, as a fan, you're like, you think it's cool to get early access, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna try this out before it's even released, but I think that behind that, companies figured out, oh, fuck, we don't have to pay testers anymore. Yeah. Like, well, not, I'm sure they do but not to the degree that they once did because now you can just you can get it to a point right. and then let the public play test it and, and find the glitches. rest of the bugs yeah and you can fix that because you're getting a, a crash report or whatever right. every every problem that comes up server and, errors yeah
1: you know and you know you still have to employ testers to to do the whole game because yeah, of most beta testing you know, beta releases that they do for video games are, you know, it's it's like two levels. Yeah. Or it's, you know, if it's a a single-player game with a
0: multiplayer-like option, it's just the multiplayer mode. But think about how much ground is being covered in that last beta test, you yeah. know? Because you've got, well, in the case of a game like Battlefield, where millions of people mm-hmm. are playing it, I mean how long would it have taken for your in-house testers to go through everything that all those players did for you yeah you know it's so just... i mean it's i i don't want to say that it's like an evil thing i think that both sides win to a degree but it's interesting to me that now they're getting that for free just because people can't wait to play the final game right
1: yeah i i i see what i see what you mean like it's It's sort of genius on the video game corporate market part. Like, hey, we can just let people download a beta version and they'll just fucking...
0: They might go further with it in the future where it'd be like you even go back to whatever alpha or pre-alpha. Well, you can sometimes,
1: you know, depending on the developer and the game and stuff, if you're like, you know really into it a lot of sometimes they'll release alpha versions yeah. for for people to play yeah or uh, a lot of times well not a lot but sometimes games will have like um if you pre-order it within a certain amount of time or I don't know there's some sort of requirement you can play the alpha version but then they'll release the beta version for like everybody, right. you know, uh, it you know it's it's just it's crazy. I think I've had we've both worked at GameStop. Well, when I was working there, I think I had a uh, a friend or two or an employee or two was like got an email about alpha testing something. You know, that's another thing is if you subscribe to like Blizzard's email or what have you, they could have been alpha testers for overwatch you know it's it's crazy and video game companies just get it all for free
0: speaking of cool shit in games though yeah um i told you yesterday that michael myers and lori strode are being added to dead by daylight yeah that's badass yeah it's gonna be awesome that is really cool that like that in my opinion it almost takes away some of the steam from the friday the 13th game coming out Mm mm-hmm because now people be like, well, we've also got Michael Myers over here, and I'm, I'm wondering if the fact that they put him in is going to lead to them getting other famous slasher villains and such, you know? Well, so uh, cool.
1: somebody was something and something. Uh, isn't there a game that's kind of that five-on-one dynamic, or it has a mode like that, and you can be... Evolve?
0: Yes. What were you thinking of? The monster game?
1: Yeah, but I'm thinking of a similar thing, but you can be like Predator, or you can already be Jason, or something like that. I haven't heard of that one. I think it's not It's not a full game, I think it's a mode Okay. on something, and the dynamic of this uh, particular uh, mode, this setting... You know, this multiplayer setting is the five on one aspect. And I'm pretty sure they've, you know, they've already included like Jason or Predator or something like that. Uh, maybe as DLC. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to look it up because I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. This
0: 600. 66% alcohol. Is it getting to you?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I haven't really eaten today, though. I
0: haven't eaten much, either. i supposed
1: to go out later. I went out last night and then worked a double today. Oh, boy. Yeah. we. My One of my work buddies, uh, she's a mm. manager. Her daughter turned 21 last night. Mm. And she had sent out this Facebook message earlier in the week... And it included me in it, but with a bunch of like 11 other people, and was just like, hey, my daughter's turning 21. We're going to be here. Like, come help us celebrate. And like, every single person was just like, no, I can't come. I can't come. I can't come. I can't come. So I like asked Lindsay, but then I messaged her or I texted her, and I was just like, you know, Lindsay and I'll be there. Like, no one else is going. Yeah, we'll go. And we did, and it was a lot of fun. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to Max Tavern in Centerville. I've never been to Max Tavern. I don't uh, think. Wait, what does it look like? It looks like whiskey barrel. Okay. It's just a bar is a U shape. The whole kind of building is a U shape. Like you've got, you walk in and you've got tables and uh, dart boards like over here, and then it kind of narrows for the bar. And then it widens again, uh, and there's pool tables, so if you you know you just think of it as like a U. But mm-hmm. it was the same aesthetic, same feeling as Whiskey Barrel, or which is a place we used to frequent.
0: I uh, I threw up for the first time in about a year the other night from alcohol, yeah, or just from alcohol. Really? Yeah, that's I on the Denver I trip. Want to say that's impressive. I think,
1: but I.
0: You were a mile high though. I was. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And I was drinking, um, mixed drinks the whole mm. night, which I never do. I posted the one on, on Instagram, the purple star fucker. I ended up yeah. getting one of those. Yeah. And then I had like, I think I had like two old fashions and a Manhattan and, uh, I think I had two beers before we went to that bar. Oh goodness. I'm usually pretty good with holding my my drinks, but I didn't take into account the fact that you get drunk much more quickly when you're up in dim mountains there and uh <laughs> <laughs> and it got to me and um back at the hotel, I was just uh just standing feeling feeling great one minute, and then the next, I was just looking at Jess, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and she's like, "You're gonna throw up?" I was like, "Yes." And then I just walked in the bathroom, and immediately, oh my God. God, I can't imagine. And the last time that I threw up was when we were on our trip last year in Iceland. So it was almost like a year to the day,
1: really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because you went to Iceland
1: for your anniversary. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: And I threw up because I got drunk on all the shit that we didn't drink while we were on our trip in Iceland. Uh And, like, the last night there after Jess had gone to bed, I was just staying up playing... uh, I was playing through Metal Gear Peace Walker Uh uh, on my Vita at that point. And I was like, I'm just going to finish this shit. (laughs) And it was, like, two bottles... (laughs) Well, you couldn't take
1: it with you, right? No, you you couldn't take it.
0: So I was like, I don't want it to go to waste. So I I drank, like, two bottles of this blackberry wine. Oh, my God. And then a few beers and... Sounds... Terrible, oh honestly. god it was so bad And the next day we had to fly back And the picture of it came up on my feed Just today Actually really, It was one year ago today that it happened Where we were flying back And it was a picture of me just Hunched over my bag <laughs> <laughs> In the airport <laughs>
1: Cause I had the worst hangover and of And Facebook's time. like we cherish your yeah. memories <laughs>
0: Remember this This was fun yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, but it was a good trip to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Fun. You're
1: you're you're officially back. The first podcast back from Colorado. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because last week's podcast was a past cast. A that past cast, yeah. That happened to be recorded for the future, and when you were listening to it, it was talking about the present. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It's trippy. It was a total mind fuck. Yeah. But we are back together
0: after your Colorado trip. Yes, and it's actually October now. It is really, legitimately October. Because we talked about that on the show last week. Mm-hmm. Before last It was week. really October, yeah. Yeah. Mindfuck. All, all over. Mindfuck's for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bender sent me on my way to Colorado with three horror movies. Yes. And uh, my wife and I watched all of them while we were out that way. I just want to say
1: and I mentioned this to you already once, but I want our audience to know that I really patted myself on the back for the selection I gave you. Yeah. Because I felt like it really uh, was a very good spectrum of horror. Oh, it was. Of horror. Absolutely. Because you had three like totally different movies.
0: Why don't you tell everyone what you sent me with Ben? Well,
1: so I sent off Set off good old Nick here with uh, Clown, which was produced by Eli Roth, Um, As Above, So Below, and The Collector. Three movies that I,
0: all three of which I enjoy very much, and I think you did too. I did. I will admit that um, after watching The Collector, I had a markedly uh, increased level of difficulty when it came to sleeping really in the place that we were oh yeah because it was uh it was this very very large um uh, I don't want to call it a cabin it wasn't really a cabin um a very nice house though up in the mountains with a few neighbors nearby but it wasn't like you're in the suburbs with Uh someone right next door you know um but it was one of those one of those homes where it's very very modern, very posh looking, like windows everywhere. Yeah. and a deck that wrapped around the entire house, you okay. know, there's a hot tub out there. Did and, you have a
1: did you have floor to ceiling windows?
0: Um no, not all the way because the ceiling was kind of like the ceiling was a cathedral ceiling, almost. Oh, really? It was like one of those homes where you walk in and like the entire floor is open, right? Basically, right. And you have like modern. a living room on the left, a living room in the right-hand corner, and uh-huh. the kitchen, and it's like all just wide laid open, laid out for you. Yeah, and then a staircase leading up to the top. And anyway, it was it was awesome. You know, um, i I think that actually while we were there, we looked up how much the home's value was on some website (laughs) (laughs) you're sitting around shooting the shit and start thinking this stuff. Hey, I wonder how much this house costs, you know? And we looked it up and I think it was like $850,000 or something. That doesn't seem that bad for what you're describing. I honestly thought it was going to be at least one or 2 million. Yeah. But still much more money than I have to spend on a home. myself. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, anyway, amazing view. It's like you're up in the middle of Skyrim or something, uh-huh, you know, and uh after we watched the collector, though, you know, heading to bed, you're like turning the lights off, going upstairs, and I'm like looking out at this through all the windows you know you can see out on the deck, and i was just I was just waiting, yeah. really. I was like, okay, just fucking come on. Let's just get it over with. There's someone out there right now just creeping around. Just uh-huh. show yourself and come on in and do the do the home invasion and let's get the torture over with and Yeah. You know because uh I I'm not um I'm not skilled in hand to hand combat. No. And um, I, I did not have uh, a firearm with me. Uh-huh. So I'm just thinking to myself, if someone breaks in here, I'm fucked. My <laughs> wife and I are fucked. The only, the only um, chance we would have is if we heard glass break when we were in the bedroom because the door locked. It was like, if we're up in the bedroom and I hear glass break in the middle of the night, I can call the cops immediately. I'm guessing it's going to take them at least 10 minutes to get here. Yeah. So if I can survive for that long, <clears throat> then maybe, maybe I'll stand a chance to survive the night. And I always have in mind, I try and think about what I would do if that happened. And my first thought, and I think that anyone out list anyone out there listening right now, if someone breaks into your home, if you're not skilled in hand to hand combat, you're not confident in your firearms ability, or you don't have one, shut your bedroom door. And immediately, either push your uh, biggest piece of furniture, like a dresser, or your bed in front of the door. Yeah, just like... And block it. Yeah. You know? And then the only way someone's getting in is if it's, like, actually a monster. (laughs) 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 Then you're just fucked (laughs) completely. Then they won't even care if the police show up. Yeah. You know? But if if it's a person who's just looking like, fuck shit up, if you can block that door... Then I feel like you stand a good chance of waiting it out until Uh, the cops show up. uh, So that's what I thought about during the night. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, you probably are familiar with like house sounds, you know, at night, and the wind blows, and there's like creaking, and you hear like just what sounds like floors creaking. Is that someone walking around, (laughs) or is it just the house settling? I don't know but I guarantee you that watching that movie beforehand played into uh, all of the thoughts that were coming to mind as I was trying to drift off to sleep that night yeah. successfully.
1: <laughs> I uh, I love The Collector. It's
0: it's so good. It's a great home
1: invasion movie. It's better than... Well, I wouldn't say better, but it uh, it does have kind of a unique spin on it. Like, it's not your stranger's... And it's not um, inside. Uh,
0: uh, real quick, yeah. Strangers is another one that pissed me off.
1: Oh yeah, why's that?
0: Well, it's just a spoiler alert. Uh, real quick, we're gonna spoil the strangers for you. <clears throat> um, skip ahead like ten minutes. We won't be talking about it anymore. I don't think. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, uh, like it's so tragic. Yeah, you know,
1: it is utterly tragic.
0: And the thing, it's the same reason that the ending of um, The Collector pissed me off. Right. Because they get your hopes up so much and just, it's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit happens. You know, I when Bender and I were discussing the ending of The Collector, which I'll try not to spoil here, I was saying that it was like, you're playing a video game. I was thinking like NFL Blitz on N64, where you're up by like three touchdowns with a minute to go, and the computer just decides to like make you fumble every time you touch the ball and run it back for a touchdown consecutively until they happen to pull it out at the very last second, and you're just standing there, um, what do they say, with your dick in your hand. Yeah. That's what it was. And that was the ending of The Collector and the end, and, and how the strangers of went and uh it's heart-wrenching
1: yeah i think you know? the stranger is more so the collector uh i feel like the end of the collector when you know when you watch the whole movie i i think it's a unique it is it's a semi-unique film um it it brings a bit of difference to like the the traps and the home invasion aspect and everything was like a very clever killer or whatever but um I think the end is sort of just like your typical cop out ending Yeah, you know like they didn't it's almost like they didn't really put a lot of thought into it it's like well he's he's
0: a normal guy but he's just like Michael Myers He can't you know well there was never any there was never any clue or any alluding to the idea that this might be a supernatural killer oh no no and that's and that's why that's why i got pissed off right that's why the end is
1: bothersome you know because you do you root for that main character the whole
0: movie well the thing that's really cool about the idea behind arkin uh if you're not familiar with the collector long story short you've got a guy who kind of was he he's he's a professional thief in a way or he was at one point he was at one point and now he's
1: employed by you know kind of your low level mob boss to steal something from a family who he's been working for like undercover as like a handyman basically he's been working for this family but his real task is to steal this like weird rock that they have like it's not even a giant diamond or anything. It's literally like a red
0: rock. Yeah. But uh Maybe it was the philosopher's stone. Probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably. But he of course gets interfered or uh, by the by the collector.
0: It's an interesting idea mm-hmm. that someone would break into the house and when he breaks in just so happens that somebody else is somebody broken, else has broken in, yeah, like the killer yeah and I liked the idea that Arkin the the thief, the guy who was initially breaking in um, to just take something from this family, I really liked the idea that you had someone evading the killer who was like a professional uh-huh. you know, where it wasn't just like some dude or the father or a kid who was trying to escape and hide. It was, like, someone who knows how to do this shit for a living because he's done it before. Right.
1: Like, he makes... there. There's time... There are times throughout the movie where he makes a smart decision or he deliberately does something to do something else. I mean, for example, uh, I think the first time he goes up the stairs, he takes, like, three steps up the stairs and the, and the fourth stair creaks. Yeah. Uh, and he goes the rest of the way up. Well, later, um, when he's alerted that there's someone in the house is when he hears the stair creak. Uh, and so he kind of, like, rushes around, you know, to avoid whoever it is that's walking around. And he goes down the stairs, and he consciously skips that fourth step. Right. Not making any noise. And I'm like, that's what a professional thief would do. Like, yeah. You
0: would you would never step on that stair again because you know it's gonna squeak. It was cool. He avoids so many traps. Yeah. Because he knows what to look for. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do the typical shit that people in horror movies do where you're sitting there in the audience and you're like, Oh god damn it. Yeah. You know? He's doing everything right. But and then even the when
1: when he ends up being wrong, you don't feel like he shouldn't have done what he did yeah like when he tries to pick up the phone and make the call but there's the pin yeah and he (laughs) he punctures his eardrum yeah you're just like yeah i would have picked up that phone but i probably would have punctured my eardrum too or when he tries to pull the boards off the window and the razor blades come down on his fingers yeah like and all of that s- stuff is like, yes, I would have done that and I would have been just as fucked. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Yeah. It's really good. Such really, a movie. Really good movie. Uh, just the ending pissed me off. Yeah, the the, and
1: the ending is the ending is weak compared to the rest of the film, but it's definitely worth watching, I
0: think. I honestly when I started watching it in my mind, I thought that Arkin was going to be the killer. Mhm. I thought he was there like scoping it out to like s- set it up for himself but yeah another interesting yeah. part of the
1: film is that you have this thief this bad guy character that has to that chooses to become the hero yeah and chooses to help these people that are being tortured by this this maniac that is broken in as well on the same night you know mm-hmm. it's it's interesting but and then you've got the running theme of like even though he's helping these people he's still trying to keep himself ahead where he's escaping with what he came for right to sell to steal from this family to mm-hmm. give to this mob boss to pay them off to save his wife and daughter so I mean, he's
0: still a a decent guy in my opinion yeah he's I mean,
1: a, he's a decent guy because he's trying to save the lives of these people that he's robbing. Yeah. Boy, well, and his
0: whole reason for robbing in the first place was to help his family. Right. He didn't just, like, want a, a nice car right, or something. Right, right. He's trying to help his, his uh, wife and daughter. But I had brought up, like, combat skills. Uh-huh. And no, no level of combat skills would have been good enough to fight the Collector. It seems. Like, yeah, you know, you
1: kind of, I don't know, it's it's not, for me, it's not something that, like, I th- try to think about when I'm watching a film, but it's just kind of like, yeah, like, The Collector, he's not a supernatural killer, he's not Michael Myers who can't die, he's not Jason Voorhees who's, like, gigantic, you know, he's like a sort of scrawny dude like comparatively but there's just like no point in fighting him because he just wins yeah you know it kind of carries over into the collection too the sequel like there's a knife fight in that and he just dominates it because he's the fucking collector (laughs) and he knows how to use a knife better
0: than literally anyone yeah I just hate the I hate the overpowered nature of someone who's not an expressly supernatural killer. Right. You know. But just, for all the, you know,
1: the downsides to the character like you yeah, he's like overpowered because he's not supernatural. He's just a guy, but he can still like throw people around, you know. Well, yeah. I still Love that sl- that killer, though, mm-hmm. like in the pantheon of movie killers uh and we know there's been plenty of them, uh the collector is up there for me, like probably top
0: five, I would say of favorite slasher characters specifically. well, I was talking to you right after when the, when all these thoughts were fresh on my mind, and I said it kind of reminded me of wrestling a little bit. Yeah. And the way that, you know, and that's why I still have hope <laughs> because I think one day you'll get it. But it reminded me of the way that you feel as a wrestling fan when you're watching someone who's being pushed by Vince McMahon that no one's accepting and people don't want this guy to win. They don't want him to be champion, but he just does. And he's beating everyone. And you're like, fuck off already. God damn it. Yeah. Like, that's the way that I felt about the collector. He was the collector was Roman Reigns to me. <laughs> where he's just he's getting his push, whether you like it or not. And I I'm resentful <laughs> because I wanted Arkin to be the champion. And mm-hmm. now I'm butthurt about it, but <laughs> Um I uh, I beat Dead Rising two while yeah. I was out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's That seems crazy to me. like I thought that that game was longer. It The cool thing about it is like the time limit on missions, so it really caps at a certain amount of time. Uh-huh. You can only play it for, I don't know. I think it was like it varies a little bit, but I think that it maxes out around like 14 hours. or 15 hours, something like uh-huh. that. I don't know if I played it quite that long. To get through it but um yeah it was i mean jess was working convention and i was just in the hotel so that's like all i did when we were there for those first few days and uh yeah i had a lot of fun with it it was really cool and then uh i jumped right into number three Mm -hmm. and then i saw that uh, there's dead rising four coming out in december really yeah i had no idea yeah I literally, I
1: haven't seen an announcement about that or anything.
0: I haven't either. I, I didn't even know. Like I was, I was looking Wait, up. Wait, maybe is Frank coming back? I don't know. Or... I haven't seen anything. Besides, I actually it was just earlier today. I was looking up, like what was coming out the rest of this year, uh-huh. and I saw Dead Rising Four in December, and I haven't like seen any trailers or anything for it. So uh. I'll have to look it up though. Yeah, Rise
1: of the Tomb Raider comes out next week. Oh yeah,
0: you've been looking forward to that. Yeah. For a long time. I'm probably about three quarters
1: of the way through Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. I've been replaying that one uh, ever since I got it on PS4. Does it look much better than you remember it? I PS4? honestly, no, not particularly. It's just a little polished. Yeah. Um, but that little polish, you know, it goes a long way. Like, you just, it it, you don't feel like you're playing a PS3 game. On a PS4, you feel like you're just playing a PS4 game. Well, I mean, the Bioshock games, I feel like have a pretty distinct style, anyways. So all they had to do was sort of polish everything here and there, and uh, and it doesn't it doesn't make any
0: difference. Like they could have put Bioshock on PS4. Well, I had that. Well, I, I don't want to say exact same thing happened, but it was similar where I got dead rising two on the xbox one Uh uh-huh and um because i when i when jess got me my xbox one for christmas last year dead rising three was one of the games that she bought for me and i waited all this time to start playing it because i had never played part two and so we were out when we first got to colorado we went to target to get food and whatnot for the week and um I started looking around in their game section. And I was like, "Oh shit!" They put Dead Rising Two out on Xbox One. I'll pick that up and play it while we're here, and then I can start on three. And I did, and I started on two. And when I was playing it, it was like, "Hey, this this game still looks pretty good," you know. Um, but then you then I started part three, and it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that was right. the difference between this gen and last gen." Right. Where, but that's that's cool, you know. It shows that. Even games that look like they came out on the Xbox 360 or PS3 still look pretty decent. Yeah, they for do. The most they part. really do.
1: I mean, especially, yeah, especially Bioshock Infinite. Like, I'm just kind of like, this is, it's just a good looking game. I mean, and, uh, I, I do, I do like it a lot. I mean, anything that I've played. I, you know, I, even fucking, uh, Resident Evil, the Resident Evil HD remake. Um, basically the the GameCube version and it's, it's in HD and you can tell that like it's shitty you know you can tell that it's made for GameCube and that like the character design is kind of bad or whatever but just the HD quality of it you know at certain times when you're just running around the mansion just by yourself and you have control of the character it looks like a PS4 game I mean, it's crazy what they're able to do by just sort of, like, up in the ante. I mean, a Halo
0: anniversary is a great example. You know, for as much shit as people gave the GameCube, usually Nintendo consoles in general is being behind the curve a little bit. Um, when I look back on that generation of consoles, I don't think that there was a better looking game than Resident Evil 4 on Xbox no. or PS2 like no that game GameCube had the best graphics period but no one ever mentioned that you know everyone always talked about how good the graphics were on xbox they were and PS2. way better on gamecube i just don't think that nintendo got the same support from third-party no. uh, publishers that uh you know that microsoft and sony got with their systems right
1: but I you know, I always go my go to example is Metroid Prime on the Gamecube like that
0: oh my God, that game was so good. I still have that that i I've never played. it's amazing. I got the uh, the collection on the trilogy Wii. mm-hmm I used to have that too, yeah it's
1: Metroid Prime is one of my favorite games like. And I'm not a big fan of the original Metroids because they're, like, side-scrolling and, you know... Very difficult. They're they're very difficult, so I'm not a fan of those. But I remember, you know, playing Metroid Prime as a kid and just, like, when there's explosions, it'll reflect in her uh, visor and her eye. You can see her eyes in the reflection. Um, when you look up... In the sky on certain planets. There's raindrops on your visor. Uh, and it, it was. I think for me. Personally it was the first time in a game. Where there was that level of detail. Uh, if a creature. Blows up. Like close to you. You got. There was like green splatter. On your screen. You know and the game is in first person. Uh, so. It it just like it was for the first time playing a video game I felt immersed as this character you know and that's why it's really stuck with me all this time I've I've played Metroid Prime I've only beat it once but I've played played a good majority of it like three or four times did you play the sequels that came out when I had the trilogy on Wii I played a little bit of Echoes Mm Mhm. But I never got I never got very far into it, and I didn't
0: play Corruption. Did you know it's selling for like $100 now? The trilogy? Yeah. I, it doesn't surprise me. Because it was, it was selling pre-owned at GameStop for like um, $80. And I bought it when I was working there when they had like a half-off all pre-owned games. It was like, yoink! Yeah. I got that one. <laughs> yeah. and that's the same, a good, that's It's a good one to have. It was the same way with Xeno saga which, uh, or Xenoblade. Blade, right. I still haven't played that, but I got it just because I knew it was, like, $80 pre-owned. Yeah. And I picked it up as well. And it always looked really cool, but I know that that's another game that it's one of those big RPGs, and I'm gonna have to, like, have a clean slate, no games I'm trying to get through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I've, I would love to track down, I mean, it's not hard, but I want, one with the original box art and yeah. stuff, uh, but I would love, love, love a copy of Metroid Prime on GameCube. I mean, that's that's top three games for me for sure. the The controls were like to a T were yeah. precise. Switching weapons with the C stick on the GameCube, and I love the GameCube controller too. And a lot of people didn't like it. I like it, yeah. But I love the button, the map the uh, button mapping on it, and I loved the C-stick. I I thought having that functionality as like, depending on what game you were playing, it was either a camera stick, like you have on all your controllers now, or it had function, like the C-stick would do something instead of turning the camera. And for Metroid Prime, the C-stick changed your weapon. And so you could, you know, just... Just flick it to the left or right and change weapons on the fly, and it was oh my god, it was so good. I, now now I just want to play Metroid <laughs> Prime. I got to get through Bioshock. Yeah, I got to track down a copy of Metroid Prime. They go, they last I saw, I think they tend to just go for retail on eBay, so
0: it's like fifty
1: bucks. But still, you're paying fifty dollars for a game that came out like almost ten years ago.
0: Maybe uh, ask Santa Claus for it.
1: Yeah, I might do that. Mm-hmm. I might ask I might ask Sandy Claus. Do you want another brewski? you
0: want one more? You want to do one I
1: do, if I do one more, I don't know if I'll be
0: able to drive home.
1: Really? Yeah. That's that's literally how much
0: I haven't eaten today. Well, I think I'm going to grab a Nosferatu. Okay, grab me a Nosferatu. Alright. I'm going outside, too.
1: Talk about some shit. So, I'm talking about your gym and the holograms okay sweatshirt yeah, that'd right be now. Cool. <laughs> no what were you gonna say I should talk about
0: I don't now? know I'm talking about my my awesome shirt
1: Nick is wearing the greatest sweatshirt honestly like I don't know I definitely don't own a sweatshirt this cool but just picture if you will a Christmas green sweater not a hoodie. I'm talking crew neck, right? But on the front of it is the most wonderful lineup of the 80s Gem and the Holograms band from the cartoon. And just this this Christmas green hoodie with the band in front of it. There's a Christmas tree on it, too. I didn't even notice that before. It's not a hoodie. No, yeah, I oh, I made sure to say oh, crew okay. neck. Okay. Because that makes it way better. <laughs> like, hoodies are a thing of the past, you know? Yeah. It's all about the crew necks now, which is funny because crew necks are a thing of the past. I'll, but I'll, just imagine the contrast of, like, a band of chicks who are all vibrantly colored up next to this Christmas green... And it just makes, it makes for, like, the greatest 80s sweater (laughs) ever. And the great thing is it's not vintage, but it looks so hardcore vintage. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, if I would have bought this at a garage sale, I would have assumed that it was something someone had owned since, like, 1985. Oh, yeah. Hardcore.
1: You know, or that, that, it looks like something you would be lucky to find at Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, nobody else would ever wear it except for you. Like, the person that buys it is the only
0: person that would wear it. I'm going to guess that I'm probably one of maybe 50 to 100 people who actually owns this particular sweatshirt. Probably. And even though it's it's openly available online, you yeah. can go and get one yourself, and I recommend that you do so. But I'm going ch- to check out 80s Tees. I'm going to get a, a
1: matching... Uh, crew neck, you know, of a of of matching caliber. Yeah, something just as awesome but not the same cuz I cuz you I don't read Jim and the hologram, so I'm not up to snuff with you, you know what I mean? I'm sure
0: you can find something good yeah, I'm sure for I your could. taste there. I'm sure I could at 80 Com, Lots of goodies. And they I got that mouse pad. Yeah, it's a rad, which mouse is really pad. cool. You guys can't see my mouse pad. There's
1: a, the teaser, well, I guess the full trailer for the new Power Rangers movie came out today. I watched that today. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I watched it without the
0: sound on. Oh. Because I was at work. Oh. So I need to, you know, get yeah. on that. You gotta get the, the sound in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, like, uh, the website that I went to to watch it. Um, they were kind of talking some shit about it which I I try to tune out because I I do my best. I just tonight.
1: tune out like I just try to tune out literally anything about a movie prior to its release. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, the the thing I just started browsing the article and it was yeah. like, "Oh, well, I guess they're trying to be serious." You know, and they want us to take this so seriously. It's serious, serious, serious. Why are so serious, you know? And well, I don't know. That's like the tone they're going for. It's not the, it's big not the 90s deal. show. Yeah. Okay? If you the Transformers
1: that. was not. You know, when the Transformers movies came out, nobody was like, oh, they're, they're taking it so seriously. Why does it have to be so serious all the time? It's an 80s cartoon. <laughs> like, that's what big budget movies do. Yeah. You, you take something and you up the ante. Yeah. That's the point. That's like the whole reason. <laughs> big budget cinema exists fucking people man they're just stupid just complaining about dumb ass shit
0: well you know what i think um jess and i are after later tonight we're gonna go and see the uh miss peregrine's school School for for peculiar children. children She just read the book and really liked it a lot. Okay. And then we watched the trailer and it was like, "Oh yeah, it looks pretty cool. Tim Burton's mm-hmm. directing it." Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know it was a Burton film. And so it looks looks intriguing, looks pretty cool. Mhm. And then uh, I got up on uh fondango.com to see the movie start times this evening, and they list like the Rotten Tomatoes score as soon as you go to it. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it was like it's like 64%. I was like, well, I haven't watched it, and I haven't read the book, but, I mean, it looked looked pretty decent. I just, I wonder about that type of shit, you know? It's like we talked about it with As Above, So Below, a yeah. 26% on Rotten You're telling me that you give it a 2 out of 10, basically. Come on. Yeah, it's way better than a 2 out of 10. Yeah, or even... Even a six out of ten, like the IMDb score is like six point one out of ten. Metacritic thirty eight percent. Like, right. what what standard are you holding these movies up against? I don't
1: like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know because I am.
1: I'm a really big fan, especially when it comes to horror. I'm a really big modern horror fan, and then really like underground '80s films like. I love French movie, you know French in particular. You know this about me, but Inside and Martyrs and Frontiers and High Tension, those are all that whole French shock cinema is like a relatively new movement, and I'm a big fan of it. Uh, but then I also love Sleepaway Camp and The Burning and The Funhouse and uh, The Blob from eighty. 80- three I think, uh, and the stuff, you know the sort of like the B movie 80s horror so it, like I just don't I don't understand why what what cat
0: what are you what are you comparing it to? I don't know like what do you want it to be yeah, in, in the case of a movie like As Web so Below what what are you expecting? What would a ten be for a movie like that? Because you know,
1: and then if you take "As Above, So Below" being a found footage film, and you put it up next to other found footage, okay, well, like what's the what are the biggest found footage films you can think of? Blair Witch, Cloverfield, and uh, Paranormal Activity, yeah, are probably like your big three. That's sort of of that.
0: As of Up, So Below blows the original Blair Witch out of the water. Oh,
1: I mean, honestly, anything blows the original Blair Witch out of the, the water. The new I Blair Witch movie. was
0: awesome, in my opinion. I know. I, I thought I didn't it was see great. It. I, didn't see it. I really hated the original. I honestly don't remember much about it. Like, There's nothing to remember. Nothing it it happens. Yeah, but the new one's really good. All right. It well, honestly That's, is, that's so, good. That's good. good
1: yeah. Enough.
0: Good enough. But, um... I would say
1: As Above So Below is better than, definitely better than Blair Witch, better than Paranormal Activity. Definitely scarier than Cloverfield. And scarier than Cloverfield. Cloverfield I only include because it was not one of the first, but I think one of the most mainstream one of the first mainstream found footage films. Well
0: that's where you get into like the crossover between monster movie and horror movie. Yeah. I feel like you can classify monster movies as horror, but they're like their own genre within horror. But you, you know? get you you
1: still have to pepper in sci fi yeah. just because it's a giant monster. Yeah. And, like, I mean, even in Cloverfield, the monster comes from space, mm-hmm. and it's like, as soon as you inject space into the equation, it's a little bit sci-fi. A little bit, yeah. You know. But, but then you've
0: had, I mean, you've had a, a sci-fi Friday the 13th now, at this point. True, because you're Jason X, but I fucking love Jason <laughs> X. Again, that's
1: like your, I don't know if it came out in the 80s, I don't think it did. What, Jason X? Yeah. No, that was, that was like 90, late, 90s late 90s or 90s. early 2000s. yeah, yeah. yeah. But still it has that like terrible 80s feel to it. And I I I totally love. I love Jason X. Yeah. So good.
0: Oh, um I had (coughs) something that I I wrote down to ask you. Yeah. I wanted to get your opinion of Shepherd's Pie as a cook. I prefer Uh, chicken and dumplings. Are they... Are they rivals? I
1: consider them... Not rivals, but I consider them within the same family because your shepherd's pie is, like... At least when I make it, you know, you have your ground beef and, uh, you have to make, like, a Something to hold it all together, you know, like a... It's not a... It's not a, uh, I can't think of the word because I'm drunk, <laughs> broth. Yeah. It's like a thickened, it's a very thick broth, you know, so you, to hold it and then you've got your peas and your carrots and whatever. And then you've got, you put it in a bowl and you put your pie crust on top and you bake it and you need a shepherd's pie. But I, I prefer, you know, the chicken and dumplings is a similar dish because you have a thick broth with chicken and carrots and onions, and you can put peas in there if you want to. Who's judging? <laughs> and then you've got your, but your topping, you yeah. know, is your fluffy, like air airy biscuits, aka dumplings. Yeah, and you you sort of you sort of you know you. But it's kinda, not a pie. No, it's not a pie, but it's like I prefer. If I'm gonna have something that's like hearty and like stick to your bones, as my mom would say, uh, I I would prefer to eat chicken and dumplings versus a shepherd's pie. What
0: if I've never heard I've never heard of anyone doing this, making a pie with the filling of chicken and dumplings, a chicken and dumplings pie. Well, like chicken pot pie, but well, just but with, dumplings, with dumplings. dumplings. Yeah. You got chicken pot pie, but I've never heard of chicken dumplings being chicken and dumplings being added in there. Uh-huh.
1: I don't know. We could do it. We could I could do it. Probably. You just make Shepherd's pie with chicken and dumplings. That sounds really good. Yeah, probably. Even cool. though I
0: don't eat chicken, but No, I know you don't. I don't know. That makes me want to but eat. But I chicken.
1: like you know the dumplings I like though, because there is there's like two kinds of dumplings. There's the shitty
0: ass <laughs> Dumplings. What are the shitty-ass dumplings? The
1: shitty-ass dumplings are the ones that come in Campbell's Chicken and Dumpling Soup. I don't think I've ever had Campbell's Chicken and Dumplings. Okay, well, they have it. It's a thing. And the dumplings in there are like, like thick, just like balls of dough. Okay, imagine if you took biscuit dough. Which you know can be kind of you know it's like thick and you rolled it into a ball, and then you just like threw it into a pot of soup. That's like all you did, and then like nothing happens to it. It just sort of cooks into like this thick, chewy, like ball of dough, and there that's that's a dumpling you know to some people. Just the other the other week, we uh, Lindsay and I went to her mom's and we had dinner, and they had made chicken and dumplings in the crock pot, and it was delicious, but that was the kind of dumpling. It was like okay. this thick, you know,
0: in the soup That's what I kind of dumpling. imagined. Okay. That well, was like what my grandma made, I think. Okay,
1: well, I'm talking that uh, a chicken and dumpling where you make your uh, your. Th- your filling basically your chicken and your thickened broth and your peas and your carrots and whatever and then you take biscuit dough or a dumpling dough and you sort of ice cream scoop it on top and they bake up and become very fluffy almost like a crust and then when you serve it you ladle uh down between like the dumpling balls that you put in and they they become about the size of a baseball okay so they like expand and aerate they're very fluffy and very light and you ladle one of those big light dumplings along with your your filling on the bottom into like a bowl and you eat it that way that's the kind of dumpling i prefer i've never heard of that I don't know why you haven't, because that's, like, how my parents always made it. Yeah. Always.
0: I, I wouldn't, if I, if you would have shown me that and asked me what dish is this dish. You would not have said not have chicken and No, because I would have been looking for the, like you described first, uh-huh. the kind of dough ball. Yeah. Not just a ball, but it's more, you know, it's, it's doughier, though. Uh-huh mixed in with the very thick soupy broth and the chicken and whatever else you decide to throw in there right right
1: no no i when i picture dumpling i picture a very uh light biscuit like Mm. i'm talking like uh you know think of a, a pillsbury grand's biscuit yeah but as if it had been pumped
0: full of air See I think light. that's that's the difference there is when when I hear dumpling I think of something extremely dense as opposed to something airy no. and light. No, I prefer airy. That's and the stick to your bones food that I imagine. But is but this, you this get this th- but you
1: get this you get this airy light dumpling that you cut with your fork, you know, or your spoon and then you scoop that that viscous liquid, you know, at the bottom of it. And you make it you make it extra thick, you know, and you yeah. scoop that into it with a nice big hunk of chicken and you eat it all all together. That sticks to my bones more than like a fucking I don't know coin we, purse
0: of dough. You know? We said that the dumplings at Lindsay's parents were good.
1: They were good. I'm not I'm not like trying to you know, say that
0: I won't eat. You're not saying that your dumplings are the only dumplings. No, no, no. Just I'm saying them. I prefer. But the, the other way dumplings can. can still be good.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because it I sounds love like. chicken what, and dumplings.
0: It sounds like what you're describing could be good as well. It's just not what I've ever had. It's right. It's not what I would consider chicken and dumplings. I've never had it that way exactly. before. Exactly. So exactly. Have you ever made uh, either. Of I am terrible who,
1: at making dumplings. Have you ever
0: made your, your citizens at the retirement home a shepherd's pie? I have you previously, have? yeah. I have made a shepherd's will, pie. Will Esther eat the shepherd's pie? I don't
1: know. It's been quite a long time since I made it. Um, we did recently, within the last couple weeks, get per like personal casserole dishes. Uh, they're like... Um, oval, uh, bowls and they're about, you know, an inch and a half deep or something. And we've served like, uh, the new cook, there's a new cook at work and she has previous experience, but she worked at Bob Evans. Mm -hmm. But so she has done like a skillet type deal where she's, uh, baked like diced potatoes and then you put those in the bowl first and then you top it with like vegetables and cheese you do kind of like a country skillet uh but so we use those casserole dishes for that and uh but shepherd's pie is another option however we don't have like i I would have to make a pie crust from scratch to be able to do it and it's just while it's a nice meal it's such a pain in the ass and i always it's I feel bad for the dishwasher because the dishwasher then has to individually scrub upwards of 60, you know, casserole dishes of pie crust that has been baked onto it and everything.
0: Would you do me a favor? Yeah. Will you make your citizens... Uh Uh-huh. You make the folks at the home... Yeah. ...a chicken and dumplings uh, pie, uh, sometime in November to celebrate, uh, you know, the season. Yeah, I could probably, probably. it sounds like a really good thing to have on a a cold day.
1: Get some puff pastry up in there.
0: I imagine that you're, you're probably going to do turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we have a banquet. So, but maybe leading up to, or a few days after, yeah, do a pie Uh filled with chicken and dumplings. And I think that you will win the hearts and minds of every person in that place. Except for Esther. You think she'd still order a hamburger? No. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Today I had a, a,
1: a completely different person, uh, Julia. Again, let's establish not her real name. Uh-huh. Uh, but Julia ordered salmon. I made salmon for lunch. Oh. And uh, it was delicious. I love making salmon. Um, because we get it in fresh, yeah. so I have to cut the skin off of it and okay, everything, I do and the whole like, thing. Yeah, I do the whole shebang. It's really do you
0: allow yourself a bite or two? Hell yeah, I ate <laughs> salmon today.
1: I love salmon. so I had like three pieces of it. Right. but uh this Julia <laughs> ordered salmon. All she wanted was a piece of salmon instead of the what did I have with it? Uh, mashed potatoes and uh, peas, and uh, mixed vegetables, cauliflower, carrots, broccoli, mixed vegetables. Um, just wanted a piece of salmon, so I gave her a piece of salmon on a plate, and I had like a like an orange teriyaki sauce that went on top of it, you know. Was that optional? Was it like in a ramekin? It wasn't in a ramekin. I, I labeled it right on top. Okay. But, I mean, they could have not had it, you know, had they not wanted it, send it out, and like not even like two minutes later, the server comes back in and goes, well (laughs) Julia says this looks like salmon but she doesn't like salmon so she wants she wants the uh uh, country fried steak. It was like you motherfucking just ordered salmon just to look at it and go, Yep, yeah, that's salmon, but I don't need salmon.
0: So first she wanted just salmon. A piece. Just like a piece, a piece, of, piece salmon. of salmon
1: on a plate. So all I did was take this like big like eight inch diameter plate and slap uh a, a filet of salmon in the middle of the plate and then I topped it with a little bit of my orange teriyaki and some parsley like boom emerald legacy style like send it out she takes one look at it and goes that looks like salmon but I don't eat salmon so she sent it back and wants country fried steak instead
0: and you made the country fried steak
1: well i mean it it was pre it, it was already <sighs> made it okay, was, you know, because i I serve like lunch lady style, yeah, yeah, so it's not like it was a big deal, but it was just like she well that's a slap in the face again, isn't it less less a slap in the face because she ordered it and then says, Well, I don't like salmon but I'm like okay, know, you why don't Why'd you order it yeah, if you why'd don't you like order it? it you don't It's less of a slap in the face than order than like ordering something, eating it and not liking it, and ordering a hamburger or something or or uh yeah, you know, Esther mm-hmm. sometimes will will look at something and if she feels like it doesn't look appealing, yeah. She'll order a hamburger. That's that's a bit of a slap in the face too, but I don't know why, I just thought I was less hurt and more just, like, mystified at the fact yeah. that Julia was just like, Yeah, that's salmon. I don't like salmon.
0: Like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Well, you are dealing with people who are losing their minds, so I guess... Not all of them. Well, maybe that's a sign. I guess. Did you alert the physicians afterwards? No, Afterwards, and, you know... You're
1: partially right. I mean, you, you're like, yeah, every one of them is losing their minds, but some, I don't know, more than others, I don't know. No. There's one lady, um, Martha, who just, just, she's, she's fully independent. So it means that, like, you literally can't constrain her whatsoever. Uh, we're, I serve dinner from 4.30 to 6.00. But she can just like come down whenever she wants to. Or lunch is from eleven thirty to one. But she can just like mosey on it whenever she wants she to. She can come in at
0: one fifteen. You
1: can't tell her, hey, lunch is over at one o'clock. You have to go down because she's fully independent. So she doesn't have to do anything, basically. However, she chooses to wait. In the lobby, five feet from the dining room door, she waits and waits and waits until like the meal is over, and then she moseys on in and is like, Well, what's what can I have? What's left? Can I have blah blah blah? She did it today. Today, uh, I told the server, she was like, Well, So-and-so, Martha, hasn't come in yet. And I looked at the clock, and it was 5.55. And I was just like, she has five fucking minutes. Five minutes. She was sitting in the lobby. I was like, she has five minutes to come in here. If she does, all I have left is uh, zucchini and squash and a piece of chicken. That's it. Like, I ran out of noodles. I ran out of, uh, what was the other entree? Oh, um, crab, uh, Alfredo. It's like I ran out of all that stuff. She has chicken and vegetable. And if she's not in here in five minutes, she gets a fucking ham sandwich. <laughs> God damn it. If she doesn't walk in seven minutes later asking what she can have, and I was like, ham sandwich. Get out of here, you know. So Leah takes it out to her, and she's like, "Well, what? What's? Can I have a grilled cheese? No, you can't have a grilled cheese. I turned off the oven at six o'clock when dinner is over. Why does she do it? Is she just antisocial, or what? And she's fully
0: independent, right? You can't
1: do anything. All you can do is suggest to her to come down earlier. Yet every single day she decides herself to not come in until after the meal is over and then complain about how there's not any food left. I'm just like, you're just you're doing it to yourself. Yeah. You can't walk in a half an hour after the meal's over and expect me to still have food. Because either number one, it's gone because everybody else ate it, or two I've stored it away, I'm going to use it for something else, and you can't have it because it's fucking cold. So she just ends up eating, like, deli sandwiches, like, every day for every meal because she just refuses, for whatever reason, to come down during mealtime. Well,
0: I guess just that's... Like, doing it, it you- to herself. She knows full well what time meals are. You want to pay thousands of dollars to stay at your retirement home and only eat uh, ham sandwiches? Ham sandwiches. That's on you, man. Sure. Yep. Fine. Whatever.
1: It, I mean, like, it it doesn't piss me off as much as it used to. Obviously, it used to a lot because I'm just like, God damn it, Martha. You know. But she she just comes in and then gets all butt hurt. You just go, well. Does she have a love interest I don't that's so. keeping her
0: no. behind? Or? No,
1: she constantly lies about being in therapy. Oh. And it's like, we wouldn't schedule therapy during mealtime, and it wouldn't last for an hour and a half.
0: We always hear about all the hooking up that happens at retirement homes and... You don't, don't I don't hear about... T- well, okay, I did, I've did. i heard a couple things. Are there any, like, big there. movers and Who are the popular kids at the retirement home, so to speak? Like, the, like... Is there a clique? Yeah. Like, if if know. it was high school, do you have, like, um, a few at the top who everyone's trying to hook up with, be it man or woman? Oh, God, I don't know about that. <laughs> there used to be, uh...
1: There used to be a lady who uh i think had multiple partners mm. was kind of a player but okay i don't i have no no idea about any of that mm. i guess if there had to be a popular clique it would be uh, uh what did we call her last week marjorie 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 yeah. and her table I maybe are the popular (laughs) clique. So Esther's not with the in crowd. No, she's not the in crowd because she's mean to everybody. Like she's mean to some of the residents. Well, you can't do that in your retirement home.
0: You can't just be mean. (laughs) She's these people are about to die. You don't have time to have you know. You would think, right? Just yeah. You think you'd want to enjoy your last days, kind of? I I don't know.
1: I'm sure Esther enjoys something. There's got to be something she enjoys. She's like checkers. No, I've never seen her play anything. Bingo. Do they have bingo? Yeah, she plays bingo all the time. I there was a one time a couple maybe a year or so ago, good old Esther was sitting out in the lobby with a lot of the other residents and the they were playing hangman, and. She just like did not understand what was going on. She didn't know the game. She didn't. She like didn't know what was going on. Didn't understand what you do. Like, well, no it's matter not that what hard. you start. No, playing in, I like, know. First grade, I know. But no matter what anybody said, she was just like, "No, this is terrible. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> what are we playing? Why are we doing this? What are we do- Like, talking like." The, the concierge was hosting the game, you know, and she's like trying to talk to other residents to get them to guess letters. Yeah. And the whole time Esther is just talking over all of them like, what is this? What are we, what are we playing? Why? I don't, I don't understand, you know, and then like Julie so-and-so would be like, y- all you have to do is guess letters. And she'd be like, letters? Letters for what? What are we guessing? I don't understand what we're guessing. Why are we guessing letters? We have to figure out the word. What are words? Why is it? What is this? What is this? What is this on the board? Why is this here? What are we playing? I don't understand. Like just like on and on and on and on about how she just like didn't get it, no matter what anybody said to her. She was just like, "No, I hate this game."
0: Oh god,
1: she's so mean. It's <laughs> so bad. Mmm. Man. I, I don't, I don't... Every time I go out there, though, she's really nice to me. But I think it's because I'm a dude. Well, at least you have that going for you. Yeah. Yeah, she's, it's weird, she's particularly mean to females. Hmm. Like, especially the, like, the female servers. Yeah. Like, they typically have a lot of problems with her, but as soon as a man puts her food down, she's, she's pretty... Well, it's probably that thing where it's like... She'll complain. She'll complain to me. Yeah. But within a couple sentences, she'll be like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Like, I'm just being a bitch. (laughs) She said that to me one time. I'm just being bitchy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) Well, she probably sees the younger females and thinks, look at these... They're not younger, though. They're, like, in their
1: 40s. Well... Well, Bay I mean, they're younger than her, but they're, like, her son's age, you know?
0: No, well, she might still be having thoughts, like, look at you with your life ahead of you, you fucking bitch, <laughs> and then... Stupid bitches. Look at me here, and my... I don't even know how to play hangman yeah, anymore, I I don't know. I just want to talk to these, you I love her. hunks I just, back in the kitchen. I just
1: hope, I just hope that heaven exists and she gets in.
0: Mm. Well... Even though she's a bitch, it's good of you to, to not um, exact mental revenge on her. Yeah,
1: I mean, she's they're they're all dying. Yeah, I can. I, I just once again, I just feel like I'm allowed to complain. But Well, yeah, you can. Complain, I mean, I don't want like terrible things to happen. You don't want tomorrow. them all to go to hell. No, I just wanted to mean. move
0: out of the facility. Yeah, that's all I care about. Without dying, exactly. Go to Otterbine. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Go go literally anywhere else. Just stop uh, bothering me. Otterbine, if you're not in this area, Otterbine is another big local uh, retirement home. Which, it's like a retirement
1: town.
0: Yeah, it is. It's you can drive. Really odd. There's um, there's a well known road around this area called seven forty one. If you drive down a certain section of seven forty one, it's like you're passing through Otterbine. Which is a fucking retirement town, basically. So, um, yeah, good for sightseeing. <laughs>
1: I have to excuse myself, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back. Nick, Bender, you can talk about whatever.
0: Bender will be right back. We're going to talk about Otterbine for a minute. Now, I've never been there. Okay. Um, not in an official capacity. I've never parked my car in the Otterbine lot and opened my door and stepped foot down onto the Otterbein pavement. I've never done that. I've driven through there. I've stopped at the um, um. what do you call it, crosswalk. Crosswalk, it's called a crosswalk. I've stopped the Otterbein crosswalk. I've waited for the Otterbein residents to cross this it's a highway, 741 is a highway. I wait for them to cross, and then I continue on my trek as I look and I see the residents milling about in the commons area outdoors. And I think to myself, what must that be like? What must it be like to live in a retirement community such as Otterbine?" Where not only is this a retirement home, it's, as we just mentioned, almost a retirement town. It's a campus, really. It's like a retirement college, a retirement school. What must that be like to know that if you leave these grounds, they will probably call the police... And there will be members of the local authority looking for you. What must that be like? This one time, there was a guy that
1: used to live in our home. And uh, over the course of his stay, he ran away like three times. And uh, there's, a, there's a neighborhood like across the street from our facility and he managed to like wander into the neighborhood and I'm pretty sure he like accidentally broke into someone's house one time and like they called the police and then the police had to call the facility and be like,
0: Hey, we have this dude <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. bring him back over. I would be so scared if I came home and there's just like an old person in my house that yeah. I didn't know yeah he didn't he like did not speak very well either because uh
1: years and years of alcohol abuse uh, don't do
0: that yeah and he you could not understand him at all well if uh we keep going too long you won't understand us either so <laughs> yeah for real um, we're drinking,
1: uh, we moved on, we're drinking uh Great Lakes Brewing Company Nosferatu Imperial Red Ale, by the way.
0: Beer Me Part 2. Yeah, Beer Me Part 2. It's This is good, too. Yeah. It's very drinkable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I love the Porters, uh, but this one, the Porters, you want to have maybe one or two at a time. They're very heavy beers, usually. Yeah. I like the old Fezziwig porter that comes in the Sam Adams uh, winter sampler.
1: I had uh, a Oct- Sam Adams Oktoberfest last night. Oh, did I thought, you? I thought of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's
0: my favorite. I saw we, when
1: we were at the bar, Yeah. Lindsay wanted a vodka cranberry, so I got her one of those. And then I was like, well, what am I going to drink? And I was like, I don't want to drink PBR." And uh, they had Oktoberfest on tap, and I, oh. I got... I actually had two
0: of them, and I, oh. uh,
1: I thought about you both times.
0: I appreciate that. It's yeah. very sweet of you. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me in mind. Yeah, always. That is, that is my favorite beer. The Sam Adams Oktoberfest uh, can't be topped. I love that one. Uh, but this Nosferatu from Great Lakes is really good. Yeah. We've had two winners tonight. In my yeah, opinion, they were both good. good. Um so we'll see we we already have uh what we're going to do next week. We item we we scoped them out Yeah. at the little at the convenience store, mm-hmm. the shady ass convenience Speaking store. Speaking of
1: the convenience store, real quick before we leave. Yeah. I uh, know you're gonna not say. last yeah, I know you know. <laughs> La- not last podcast, but the podcast prior when we had our big convenience store discussion, we yeah. were talking about magazines and we happened to talk about a certain magazine at our convenience store, and I said that the person on the cover <laughs> looked like a young boy. Well, guess what magazine was at the convenience store today, and guess what Nick thought about the gentleman on the cover?
0: It looked like a young boy. He looks like a
1: young boy.
0: I was trying I was trying to defend the convenience store last time without having seen the magazine, and yeah. I was like, well... Of course. It's uh-huh. got to be an adult. Yeah. You know, it's Playgirl, isn't it? It's a Playgirl magazine. I don't know. I, I the the actual cover like the the title The title is cut off it was by, cut by off, his head. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know which magazine it was. Which that so That's where I was basing my opinion off. I of, was like if it's Playgirl, they're not going to put a no, child on the That's front. like a hard
1: that's that's good. Well, no, it's an upstanding magazine <laughs> Yeah, yeah You know, for it's, the content it's, Yeah
0: But this, I don't know if it was Playgirl I mean, maybe But part of the title was cut off The majority of it was cut off So yeah. I don't know what it was Yeah. But it looked like Not a 7 year old No, no, no But He looked 16 He looked 16 15 or 16 yeah. years old yeah, like on the cover of this, this like nudie magazine in boxers.
1: Yeah, not boxer briefs, not briefs, but like boxers. On like no posing. shirt, and like a peach fuzz mustache. Yeah, and it looks young. He looks young, doesn't he?
0: He looks very young. I
1: fucking. It was you. very
0: uncomfortable. It's really
1: uncomfortable, and it's, it's like, the only
0: magazine they have in that entire place. It re- yes, that's the weird thing about it. And they've got an amazing beer selection. So good. But we then, were we we
1: went today, and uh, not only did
0: the I don't know if he's the owner or not. Does he own the place? Our friend. I don't think he owns the place. No, I think he he might be maybe a part owner. Maybe a part owner. Well,
1: well, not only does our
0: uh, our frequent employee he's always
1: in there when we go in. Not only did he order some witches brew. Specifically for us, I feel because Nick mentioned it, but we were looking at the beer selection and it's it changed.
0: It's different. They had oh, awesome like October and autumnal beers. Yeah, pumpkin new pumpkin beers we haven't tried
1: yet. I mean, we've been
0: going in there getting getting like pumpkin beers and shit since like the beginning of September. Yeah,
1: and they still had beers we haven't tried yet. Yeah. Pumpkin stuff we haven't tried yet. Oktoberfest we haven't tried yet. Yeah. It's impressive. It's impress. Their beer is. selection is impressive.
0: Well, he's for, it makes me happy he's providing content for this podcast. Yeah. Because even when autumn's over, we'll be able to go in there and be like, oh, shit, guys, he's now got, like, 55 Santa Claus beers yeah. stocked up that we haven't tried and yet. And
1: walnut <laughs> beers or chestnut beers or whatever, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. But, (laughs) when you take that out of the equation, and you focus your attention on this nudie mag behind the front counter, it is literally the worst place on earth.
0: Yeah. It gives me pause. Yeah. I'm very uncomfortable. Like, in my heart of hearts, I believe that kid has to be at least 18. Yeah. But it's still weird... To see this one magazine on their magazine rack behind the counter, and it's just like it's in plastic wrap, so you know there's naked dudes on the inside. Yeah, and I think it said, I thought it said something about Turkish, like it was like a it's Turkish a import boy. mag. Oh yeah. God. I don't know. I look if you're running your own business in the U.S., I doubt that you're going to have like child porn. Oh, right totally. The counter. Yeah, well, I'm not. So, I'm not
1: doubting the validity of like the store owner or yeah. anything. Like he's a nice guy and all that jazz. All I'm saying is that the cover of this magazine, this cover model, looks 16. That's all I'm saying. That's and I'm saying. I agree with you. <laughs> 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 Well, at least I have another pair of eyes to confirm.
0: Maybe we can, we can keep, like, we'll come back to it every week and see if it's still there. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's
1: a new new tradition. When we go to get beer, we'll check to see if the Turkish playgirl is there. Yeah,
0: and uh, if it's gone, we know that someone out there, yeah. someone here in Lebanon, yeah. saw this Turkish boy who looks, who's probably 18. Yeah, I'll probably, give him 18, that. probably 18, probably 18 looks like at least 15 or 16 mm-hmm. years old
1: and somebody took one look and went i'd hit that and bought that magazine give me that
0: magazine yep i don't care about your fine beer selection i just want this turkish, turkish playgirl girl <laughs> mag well yeah, well i hope it's there as long as we continue going yeah me too that'll was, speak volumes to the community yeah no perverts yeah oh, God. all right well um good uh good times we'll uh we'll see you guys next week as we roll on and we'll be back with uh, a brand new beer or two to talk about at the very least yeah yeah we'll see you guys later all right see ya said back you
1: know like i said uh throughout the cast and the intro i haven't seen you in a week or so yeah so it's mm-hmm. nice to it's nice to be back i always love being back to work yeah it's too. a good feeling it you is. know to like to, to 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 take a break but then to to get back to work with you i
0: love it it is it's i like, it. I, I like the feeling of being back to work mm-hmm. firing mm-hmm. on all cylinders yeah revving ready to go Um, New beers. New beers. New, new, we got,
1: uh, I don't think we mentioned it, but there's new episodes of uh, Super Scary and Super Tokens out that came out this past weekend.
0: No new Super Tokens yet. Super Fanatics. Super Fanatics, yeah. Excuse me. Super Tokens was on a temporary hold while I was traveling because I couldn't play games. But that's going
1: to be picked back up soon. But this uh, past
0: weekend we had new Super Fanatics and
1: new super scary and uh those were a lot of fun and those can, were kind of Blix recordings too yeah but they were great yeah it worked out really a lot well. of
0: fun so and you can watch both of those by just going to uh superdivorceme.com and then uh you just click on that old superverse tab and you can scroll down to whichever super show you'd like to see or, or hear and uh it's all right there for you man So uh, do that and then make sure that you, if you have something to say, you want to, you want to tell us uh, what you think we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you want us to talk about, what you'd like us to review on one of our video shows, send us an email. It's uh, divorceclub at superdivorceme.com. And um, until next week.
1: Yeah, until next week. We uh, are gonna, we're gonna drink. I'm gonna finish this beer, All and right. then I'm gonna go out tonight and have th- more th- beer. More. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then tomorrow I'm gonna watch the Neon Demon.
0: Sounds good, brother. All right, I'll see you next week. <laughs> bye bye. Super divorce. Check, check 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 check. Test 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 test. 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 Tits. Tits and tests. Test. Test Testies. Test my tits. Hello? Okay. Check. Galleons out there
1: huh